You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it's Wednesday, Wednesday at 4 p.m., and uh, that means it's a uh, time that uh, I enjoy every single week with two guys who've been doing radio longer than me. Uh, I'll call the roll real quick uh, from uh, WVNN in Huntsville, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. Also writing for Yellowhammer News, do I have a Dale Jackson present? Somewhere with an unmuted microphone. Is he there? Oh, sorry. I was cooking with gas. I didn't know what was going on. I I apologize. (laughs) Turn off that stove. It's a health hazard. You know better than that. Um, all right. Well, then uh, flipping over to the other side right here, Jeff Poor from FM Talk 106.5 with the Jeff Poor Show and also the executive editor for 1819 News. Is you or is you not here, Jeff Poor? I am present. You are present. You're not cooking with gas. There you go. All right. No, Glad of it. I pronounce a quorum. Hit it, Boomer. Assemble the Grand Council. Ta-da. Da-da-da-da. All right. All right, fellas, here's the deal. You know the rules. We ask each other questions. We don't know the questions in advance. We just see how we come back with answers. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. Still love each other when it's done. Dale Jackson, you were first. What you got? All right, now we found a second batch of classified documents. Is, is this where they get them? You stole my question. Start asking that. You stole my question. Get who? Get Trump or get uh, get Biden? Yeah, either one. They can share a jail cell for all I care. But yeah, let's let's talk about Biden. Is this I tell where they you, get him. This is, so here's the thing. This to me is a backstory issue more than a front story issue. I think I think what we're looking at here is we got one of two things. Either a, they're trying to get rid of Biden because they don't want him to run again, but they can't just say please don't run. They have to give like reasons why he should not run, and like they don't have enough. And then, but the other side of it is they've they've gotten themselves in a pickle with Trump. What do we do? How do we how do we not make this the huge campaign issue? Well, we got to have a way to say, yeah, you know, presidents have the right, and look, here's proof on both sides of the aisle. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, Jeff, what do you think? It, it's a it's a political disaster, but yes, a, a rhetorical disaster, the you know, whatever talking point disaster. Nothing's ever going to come of either one of these. I, I well, I mean, other than Trump's house getting raided and a breach of protocol, I, I think. There may even be repercussions for that in the long run, the way they handled that. But I, I, we're not going to see these guys sit in a jail cell. No, no, no time soon. Um, unless they find that special bank account with money for the big guy. But uh, your own question, Dale, what are you thinking? Well, I never thought they would actually go to jail or anything like that. But there is uh, these other issues that are out there where Donald Trump is continuing to have these issues hanging over his head. And you kind of wonder how they continue making that argument when Joe Biden's got those same ones happening, and now they're finding more. And I can't wait to hear how Joe Biden doesn't know anything about these either. <laughs> he, he does, well, he didn't know what he had for breakfast. So, I mean, there's that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I look at it and think also, too, what better way to make sure that you get the candidate you want to run against being Donald Trump than to find a way to let him off the hook, and this is the best way to let him off the hook. I don't know. Man, that is quite the conspiracy. I love it. 
I just, you know, I'm all about it, man. All right, uh, Jeff Rowe, you got the next question. What you got? Uh, organizational session in Montgomery yesterday into today. Uh, very anticlimactic, and then that's typically how these things go. Uh, uh, the Senate was supposed to be anticlimactic, but we were told the House, hey, look out. They, they, you have some House conservatives absolutely not thrilled about the way the new rules are constructed. Look out. And then we get to um, we get to go time, and it, it, it's kind of just the same old, same old. It's Wanda Lagavan. It's, it's uh, John Rogers. It is uh, the usual cast of characters. The Democrats go down to the well, and they, 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 they ask their questions, and then Laura Hall, they, 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 then it's over. So, like, I, I, I'm optimistic. I think the rules maybe will slow some of the silliness down in the House of Representatives, uh, Senator, but what do you think? Do you think, based on anything we've seen the last couple of days, that it's going to be business uh, any different business in, in the Alabama legislature than we've seen? Well, you know, it's kind of like Kevin McCarthy right now. I mean, Nathaniel Ledbetter, uh, I, I know him personally. Uh, I, I like the guy, and I'm hopeful that his his statements are going to wind up matching the overall tone of his leadership. The um, the, uh, the the thing that he said in the news, and by the way, if you know something about how the rules came out, uh, my understanding is there's not a lot of difference in what we got that lead copy in advance. I know y'all got, ran a story on 1819 about it than what they actually voted on on the floor. But he says they hashed it out in caucus as to what the conservatives' concerns were. Do you know? Did they change something as to what was printed compared to what was voted on? I, it was, it was uh, the, the, I, I think, has to do with the way amendments are debated. And, and then the, yeah. the big one, the big difference was local bills. Local bills. And so, so you have to have initially the first set of rules said, you know, it's always been one objection. And then it, they wanted 11, but then they threw in this caveat. They said, well, either two or 20% of your county's caucus ah. can, uh, can slow it down. And that was the, as far as I could tell the biggest change, but like, like it's weird that amendments are going to be handled in committee. They won't have debate for amendments on the floor or something, which, which was really, really tied up a lot of the time there. But, um, uh, you know, not, not not having the opportunity, if you're not on that committee, to d- talk about an amendment just seems yeah. weird to me. It does seem weird to me, too. And here's my other concern. This is this other rule about uh, allowing only four hours notice for a public hearing on a bill. There's no way you can be uh, an advocate for or against a bill and hear there's going to be a public hearing and make it to Montgomery in time to testify against it or to ask for the public hearing to you know, be expanded. And, uh, and so one of my concerns is this is a great sneaky way for a gambling bill to suddenly reemerge, get thrown through committee, and out on the floor before you know what's happening. Um, so there's that. Dale, what are you thinking? Well, I, I think what I saw mostly is the change on the local uh, bills, how they do that sort of thing, and, and what Jeff was just talking about with the amendments, an, an attempt to not allow the opposition to tie things up a, as much as they have in the past. Question is, what do you do with that with that power? If if you do have that ability, if you do, if you if that's in fact what they're trying to do, do they plan on passing some more uh, controversial, i.e., conservative things? Um, I, I'm talking about school choice and, and things like that uh, on the floor, or or is this just being done just to do something different? I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But no, there's nothing in anything that was said yesterday or that I read that made me go, oh man. I can't wait for this yeah. legislative session. Yeah, and, I, and I've been down there, by the way. I remember walking down floor, to the, the floor of the House one day to, to converse with somebody in my delegation, and Wanda Lingavan from Birmingham, 
who is a, a just basically she's a piece of work sometimes. She was literally, she literally stood in the well and she screamed, I'm going to burn this place down. And she just, you know, just had, a, had herself a moment. And I thought, you know, okay, I don't mind seeing her shut up. But the problem is these rules can also stymie uh, conservatives if they want to try and block a bad bill. Um, oh, you should anyway. seen her, you should seen her yesterday. Uh, she had a uh, gray hair coloring and she was dressed like e- either a nun or maybe it was a, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg tribute gone wrong it's just so bizarre (laughs) well her her fashion sense has been known to be somewhat unique but um but there's that uh all right last question for this round me um all right so the alabama republican party the alabama gop has voted a vote of no confidence on the national party chair ronald mcdaniel um your thoughts on this and by the way i'm not aware of any other state that has done this so what are your predictions will it impact things will other states follow suit what are you thinking dale jackson i don't think it will matter all too much they'll note uh, at least the, the voters who are from alabama on that stuff i mean it's all very uh, insular right and are they blocked off from what the committee there does the steering committee and all these other things i i don't know but i i think that that decision is being made at a higher level uh, than the people that get together and, and meet uh, on the Alabama Republican Steering Committee. All right, Jeff Rowe, what do you think, man? So I, I hear she's already, uh, Ronna McDaniel already has the votes for re-election. Um, but, uh, you know, an, an Alabama's committee woman, uh, she was going to go with Ronna McDaniel. I don't know, uh, does this, dis- if you see more states dissuade uh, their members, they may be, but I, it, right now, no, it, it just seems like it's a symbolic gesture. Well, and I think you're right. Uh, Ronna McDaniel did come out. Oh, gosh, how long back was that? I've got an article here somewhere. She, she has to have 106. There's 168 voting members. She claims she already had 101 of them locked up, uh, claiming they're going to support her. Now, support can change overnight, but um, uh, we'll see. I, I, I personally like uh, Harmeet Dillon. Uh, I like, I like the, 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 you know, the, the forcefulness with which she projects conservative values, and, uh, but and, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, I've been saying on the show here that the Republicans have had a mech problem for the last ever so long because we've had McDaniel, McConnell, and the McCarthy issue. And McCarthy's resolved, but McConnell and McDaniel, to me, are still problems. Um, yeah, she Harvey should go Dillon. by her real last name, Romney. That, <laughs> that'll solve it. Uh, uh, Harmony Dillon, I, I just like, what experience does she have? Where did she come from? Isn't it weird to y'all? Well, she's been the chair Twitter. of the she Republican National Lawyers Association for, for a while. So I think she's yeah, but raising money and politics. And, and I mean, you know, there's a lot that goes into this. It, it's it's seedy and all that. I get it. But it, I, I I don't know. She just seems more like an ideological figure than uh, somebody who is a, you know, nuts and bolts person. Maybe so. Maybe so. Round one, fellas. She's a Twitter star. She's a tw- <laughs> she is indeed a tw- She's a social media influencer. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. Round one of the Grand Council. We're with uh, Jeff Poor, executive editor, 1819 News, and host of the Jeff Poor Show, and Dale Jackson, working with Yellowhammer News, as well as being the talk show host, program director at WVNN up in Huntsville. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama. Solid conservative, just plain right. Headed to round two of the Grand Council with my brethren Jeff Poor and Dale Jackson. Uh, going back to the same order we had before, so Dale Jackson, you're up. Did anybody have a better week than Alabama Republican United States representatives, the SmackDown from Sacktown, Mike Rogers. Uh, I knew in we last going. week, where we were told he was going to lose his position on the steering committee, he did not. He was not going to take over the Armed Services Committee. He did. I mean, that guy was Teflon. It looked like he was going to go down and uh, for getting into it with Matt Gates, and he's just strolling right through. Good for him, right? Well, now wait a minute. I I I I heard that he was resigning personally from the steering committee. Is he not? Yeah, and then he came back no. like three hours later, like just kidding. Really? <laughs> I mean, he didn't really? say just kidding, but he he did say I'm not doing it. Oh well, I do not feel well read because I didn't I didn't catch that one. Yeah, you know, I look at that and think, okay, dude. You know better, but it also it, it it was part of it was the guy who grabbed him from behind made it look a lot worse than it was. But even mm-hmm. still, Matt Gates was a putz, and he needed to be yelled at. But then at the same time, uh, that that was that was Rogers went went a step too far with his angst on the floor, and it uh, and it just it's backfiring. But apparently, like you said, he's Teflon, and I thought he had lost his position on steering. But I, I I'm I stand corrected, uh, Jeffro. Well, let me ask you a question this way: Is if Matt Gates is stock, a stock two weeks ago, is he higher or lower? And I think Gates benefited from it. I, I don't think Mike Rogers necessarily benefited. I, I think it hurt Rogers. He's got to have some lean nut opponent in the primary if he runs again. And uh, it's just uh, you know. It, it, it would have been better if it never happened, but I think it's a bonus for Gates. The thing to watch, too, for Rogers in terms of having competition. Now, he's going to be chair of House Armed Services, which is going to be a powerful position. He'll have all the backing in the world and a war chest, but he's he's going to have potentially a redrawn district because, you know, the Supreme Court is still going to hear the merits of our congressional district uh, case, and we may find out the next time he runs, he gets drawn into a position where he's not as strong in terms of his constituency. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But, yeah, I think it hurt him in the eyes of the people. But apparently he's just maintained status quo in terms of his positions in uh, D.C. Your own question, Dale. What are you thinking? Guys, he will destroy anyone that dare pop their head up uh, to run against him. Oh, yeah. In his home district. I mean, there's no, especially in a Republican primary or not. So that, that's number one. Uh, the reason I brought it up is, is just that, you know, for the way it went down, there was all this talk and, you know, social media chatter and all this other stuff. But in the real world, it just I don't think it seems to matter all that much. Uh, I think it mattered well, in the eyes of the people. Go ahead, Jeff. Let me say one thing. Uh, give props to Dale Jackson for getting uh, the name of a city right south of the Tennessee River uh, for once. Uh, it, Dale's geographical. I mean, it's not Montgomery or Birmingham. Uh, so uh, that is uh, a marked improvement. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and it's move on to the Jeff. next question, Jeff. Jeff, are you going to start using the SmackDown from Saxtown? Is that, is that, is that going to be something that's going to work its way into your repertoire? Pro- probably, probably not. But uh, look, at least you got it right. Uh, you, you know, we are... Dale and I were talking about this on my show, or, or whatever we were. Uh, he, he said Mike Rogers was from Southeast Alabama or something. I had to correct him on air. I did get that wrong. Southeast is, of me. Is there a question here, Jeff? What's your question? <laughs> hey, well, I, I was adding to that. Hey, uh, all these bills the house is passing. I, I don't think mean much, but man, my inbox is getting flooded with press releases. What I I think is the victory here for Republicans will be when some of these investigations get going. Yeah. 
And that's what we want to see, right? Is, isn't that the, uh, the creme de la creme of a Republican majority? I think there will be some symbolic votes on the floor that put people's names uh, on, a, on a vote they didn't want to have to be on. I think that's going to be important for campaign seasons and for holding people accountable. I think there will also be some symbolic things like defunding IRS agents, which are already embedded in the law. But then in the future, what they're looking at is they're sending a signal. Hey, Senate, don't send us that crap because it won't happen this time. Um, and, you know, if we get a chance, we can peel away a few senators. We may wind up actually changing that 87,000 deal. So I think things like that are going to be important. But, yes, completely agree with you. The big deal is the ability to investigate and have subpoena power to do so. Uh, Dale? Yeah, I'm more interested in their investigations and what they uncover. And it better be good. It better be airtight. Uh, but I'm less interested in uh, defunding the IRS and all these other things. I have no chance of getting uh, through the Senate, but I, that's what they do. When you when you control the body, you pass things that, that are messaging bills. Yeah, and you put your opponents on the record. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to do it. And, and by the way, that's that's their job. Their job is not to wait to see what the Senate will do. Their job is to pass yep. legislation and see what happens then. Uh, all right, last question. Barely any time to deal with it. I did a whole segment a little while ago on the absolute war going on between the cartels and the Mexican government down south of our border. Trump has already said that he would use the Department of Defense to help assist with this situation. Do you see ever military force? I'm talking about like not troops, but like a JDAM missile or a Tomahawk. Do you ever see something like that from the U.S. if this keeps on going the way it's going? Jeffro? Not under Biden. Absolutely not. not. Under I, Biden, mean, no. I don't even know under Trump. I, what, what would the – because the Pentagon's so left-wing, it, it is invested in, in defense contractors and wokeism right now. I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't seem like a policy move from the Biden administration to me. Uh, Dale. If Mexico wanted it, they would do it. But uh, until Mexico says, shoot some missiles into our territory, please, uh, I don't see that happening. I, I see a campaign issue coming up in the 2024s. And if fentanyl is keeping uh, the, the death toll at 100,000 Americans, then I, I'm not going to be a bit surprised to see an incoming Republican president put a Tomahawk missile into a drug lab on the far side of the border. But. Um, uh, we shall see. Fellers, as always, I appreciate you. Jeff Poor, FM Talk 106.5 down in Mobile, the Jeff Poor Show and Executive Editor for 1819 News. And Dale Jackson, WVNN, that's 770 AM, 92.5 FM out of Huntsville and writing for Yellowhammer. We appreciate you guys very much. Y'all have a great day. All right. And then the music starts. How's that for timing? How you like me now? Boom shakalaka. All right, we'll go to a break. We'll come right back. Part three of the Triple Dipper, the war on natural gas. You can have Charlene's gas oven when you pry it from her husband's cold, dead fingers. We'll be right back.